that was the first thing that I was shocked. Like, oh my God, how many women are doing this? And they don't know that they could be feeding cancer. Before my four chemo, I told my husband, if they don't change this, I'm not going to This is it. Welcome, welcome again to I Had an Accent So What? Monica, do you have an accent? Oh my God, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be a witness of that. But today I have a very, and you guys hear me this, but today is a very special person because this is a fighter, a warrior. And um, we know Monica for many years. You used to be a real a realtor with us. But most of all, Miss Monica Bonilla not only has an MBA, she's a realtor. At one point, she was a mortgage broker. She <laughs> did three years of law school. She did photography. Now she is the official photographer of everybody in Central Florida. <laughs> Branding coach, speaker, accounting instructor. Oh, my God. You went through my own resume. <laughs> Oh my but God. the most beautiful thing that she has, she's my butterfly socializer. Aww. Okay. Wow. So this is Miss Monica Bonilla. Um, thank you so much for for accepting the invitation to come to this space. My honor, Gia. My honor to be here with you. I um you guys gonna hear today not only of course extensive um, resume, very intelligent woman that inspire all of us. We're going to be talking about a very special awareness that every woman needs to hear today. Um, but I also want to know more about Monica because we know all the success that you have, how amazing of, of speaker you are, teacher, branding, social media. I mean, talking about a tiny little girl with her, like her, that has so much layers <laughs> but I want to go more into other layers that many people don't know. But to me, it's an honor that you accepted this with the challenge that we're going through life. It's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you make me feel very comfortable here. Thank you, Gia. Thank you for coming. And the admiration is mutual. Ah, isn't she sweet? Like this woman, <laughs> when, you, when I see your pictures with that, by the way, you're so photogenic. <laughs> Um, which at one point you told me that I was photogenic too. So, you know, for oh, a photogenic yes. person to a photogenic per, uh, picture over there and she takes it, I mean, you inspire all of us. So active on social media, so open that you are um, to inspire other. But the most beautiful thing about you, Monica, is that you always are available to have that helping hand. You never said no. And, <laughs> and wherever you can help somebody um, talking about true inspiration. But let's start from the beginning, Miss Monica. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> A little nervous. Don't here, be baby. nervous. <laughs> I want to start from the beginning. Okay. How was it originally from? Puerto Rico. I was born in Puerto Rico. Caguas. Caguas. Caguas, Puerto Rico. Yeah. How was it growing up in Puerto Rico? At what age you come to United States? Oh, very late, like 38. I was like 38 years old when okay. I moved here. Uh, I had a business there, a store in a major mall in Plaza Las Americas there. Wow. When I moved here, I I stayed with that like for a year. 
And I was like, okay, I need to do something here. So that's when I started with real estate, mm -hmm. like 20, 21 years ago. Wow. I started. For you to growing up, okay, you came over here already, yeah, you know, grown up. With, An old lady. Uh, <laughs> with no, my daughter. Believe me. I'm 40. I wish to be 38. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, now, now that I have this age, yeah, you're right. You're right. 38, you were still young. But so, yeah, I, I came to the United States alone with my daughter. Okay. So. How was that? Very challenging. Mm -hmm. <laughs> very challenging. It's a, it's a shocker, the mm -hmm. culture and everything. Even though in Puerto Rico we have a lot of, you know, U.S., uh, influence, mm -hmm. but yes, it's it's shocking. It was shocking, like in Puerto Rico, everybody talks to everyone, mm -hmm. we're friends to everyone, and then when I moved here, it was like nobody talks to you, not even the neighbors. <laughs> so it was challenging. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh God, I need to do something here that I can, you know, make money. Mm -hmm. And that day, I was like doing my landscape. I'm my next door neighbor, she said hi. So I was like, oh my God, let me take advantage that she said hi. <laughs> so we were talking and she said she was a realtor. I was like, oh, good. Then I, I went to Google and find out how can I get my real estate license. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. Let's take it. And, and that's oh when I started. So you start real estate. You were, how old were you when you started real estate? Uh, 38. 38. Yeah. So right at 38, you start real estate. Your daughter was how old? She was in eighth grade. So in eighth grade. So she was like in middle school. Middle 13, school. Yeah. 12. Wow. So you had a teenager. She, she, no, she was 11 when we moved. Okay. She was one year advanced. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah. So 11. you started real estate with, uh, you know, having your daughter. How was real estate back then? It was totally different. You you didn't have social media, mm -hmm. so I was I I didn't know the I didn't know Orlando. I I had a we bought a house a year in advance, mm -hmm. um, in Orlando, mm -hmm. and then I decided, hey, I'm paying this house. Let's let let me move. <laughs> and so uh, it was totally different, and but it was it was. It was challenging, but I like it because uh, I was like, okay, I didn't know Orlando anything about it, and I was supposed to know, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, the only thing that I know is the place I live, mm -hmm. which was Meadowoods by then. Okay. So I was like, okay, let me, I'm going to become an expert in that area because that was the area that I knew, and I lived there, so I knew everything around. So that's how I started. So Good strategy as a realtor yeah. to stay and farm the area that you were living in. And it's good because uh -huh. if you, most of the houses I sold were in that area. So when I, I was doing a listing presentation, nobody beat me because I was like, no, I have sold like four houses, you know, last month or, you know, nobody beat me because I was just focusing in farming in that area that's so impressive that's the beauty of doing farming but we're not talking about real estate you know no more, no but you're actually more than but I, you know I what do. that's a really good strategy because <laughs> a lot of people are like gia how can i be successful uh in any career but especially in real estate that that uh actually is the career that i that i that i choose chose um a lot of people that it that's what it is find your niche stick to it be consistent and you will become an expert. Nobody will be able to beat you. Exactly. That's 
Thank you for that. And that's what I do with photography. I'm an expert with realtors. How did that happen? Tell me about how you started the photography. I know, but for my audience <laughs> oh, that have know. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that every every time I post something at the beginning of this career, I always tag you all, you, Jeremy, er, you know, all of you, because you're being an amazing and great part of my journey. And um, I I was doing real estate. I had my license with G-World. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I need some business cards, you know, new headshots. And I was doing that. Then Margie was mm-hmm. the one who was yes. like, oh, I like your photos. I want you to take photos. <laughs> I was like, I don't do that for a living. <laughs> so then Jeremy called me, hey, you want to do all the realtors in the office that day was Oh my God. I remember. It was challenging. There were like 50 agents. He told yes. me, no, it's going to be like 25. <laughs> there were like 60 agents there. So we. <laughs> Who I, knows Jeremy <laughs> knows about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It was, it was amazing. So then I was like, Oh, I can, I think I can make a living about, you know, mm-hmm. out of this. So that's how everything started from there. And, uh, other realtors were tagging me on Facebook, social media. So, hey, you know, people started calling me. And since then, I've been doing realtors, <laughs> most of them. Your niche, talking about niche, you stuck to one niche. Like yeah. in, in everything that you've done photography, and if you see your whole entire profile, how many years we've been doing photography now? Oh, my God, like seven years. Seven years, guys. Again, I'm not aging myself. But <laughs> so you started headshot with real estate, with realtors. I have not, and, and Margie, which shout out to Margie, that I remember she was your muse and you talk about that she's your muse, your inspiration. You started doing like, I remember it was like Halloween shots with her fantasy thing, but you stick to your, to your yes. lane. And that is the same, you know, success. There's a great saying that says success leaves traits and you're really good, a, a, a really amazing woman that knows how to stick be persistent. And for those, I, I really, I want to encourage you guys to follow Monica Bonilla and see her profile. It's incredible. I will say that she has photographed more than a thousand. I mean, a thousand agents in central Florida and every new agents that come into the market, you know, I see you tag in there. And to me, to admire that and, and see your growth of, of Jeremy telling you, Hey, we're just going to have 25 people. And all of a sudden they're 65, <laughs> which is another trait that my husband has that he puts you to the fire, but he doesn't oh, yes. do it in a way to, to harm you, just to take the best out of you. Yeah. And you became an amazing, like everybody <laughs> wanted a headshot no, from this incredible. woman over here. And us, the four of us, Yuri, Janita, me and Jeremy were, we're always admiring that that you will never say no. You push yourself there and you perfected your craft to the point that we can say you're a celebrity real estate <laughs> shot photographer. And oh now my God. branding, you know, a branding coach. Tell me how that, how you connected the photography with the branding. Well, um, as you said, I uh, was teaching business mm-hmm. and marketing. So that's my main background. And this is the thing that people were calling me to do headshots, right? Mm-hmm. But then they were asking me, uh, what do you think I should wear? What colors should I, 
where. Mm -hmm. So a lot of questions that I found that there was a need of something else beyond a photo. Wow. And uh, a lot of people are lost. They -hmm. don't know what to wear, what to, what colors. So I started like, okay, you should wear the colors of your brand. So if you want to have more aesthetic on your Mm -hmm. Instagram, what is the purpose Mm -hmm. of this? So everything is back to your purpose. When you don't know what decision to make, Mm -hmm. go back to your main purpose. And that, and there you will find your answer. Wow. So, um, so I was like, kind of coaching everyone for free, <laughs> kind of, you know, a coaching uh, and headshot plus coaching. I was like, okay, let me start with this. So then I was doing like one-on-one uh, session with Zoom. And um, if you don't have a strategy, you can put any pictures in the world, best pictures in the world, you know, follow a strategy behind. Mm-hmm. You're doing nothing. So yeah. that's when everything started. <laughs> So how important growth is for an individual in whichever career they are? What is growth for an individual and what growth means to you? Oh, that's, um, yeah, that's probably subjective. Mm -hmm. Um, And we can come back to the purpose. And that's why when you do some questionnaires, they they ask, and and I have a branding questionnaire, Mm -hmm. um, because you can... uh, you want to have a page, you will see like Coca-Cola, a lot of brands, Nike, Adidas, mm-hmm. they have they have Instagram and you can say, okay, these people don't need social media. <laughs> people are going to buy Coca-Cola anyways, mm-hmm. but they, they're there, but their purpose not, is not to sell more, is to uh, reminding people that we are here, maybe a social awareness of something. Mm-hmm. They want to, they have different purposes. So depending on your purpose is the success that you will find. So some people, they want to have more followers. Some people, they want to have more leads. Mm-hmm. Some people, they just want to have uh, a branding image that they're expert. So because they already, they don't want, some people, they're, they're telling me, I don't want more leads. I have a lot of leads. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of followers. So they're looking for something else. Yeah. And deep inside, mm-hmm. it's like Maslow hier- hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, Basic needs are the first ones, but when you have already shelter, food, uh, you go to the next level. Then you have another, uh, you have other needs Mm -hmm. until you get to the self-realization, self-actualization. You want to, you want to change the world. You want to do something bigger than what you are. So depending on what uh, stage in your life you are, that's the growth you, you're going to have for people. And for me, I think I get to the stage that I want to, I want to make a difference and not, not a huge difference because that's subjective. But if I can help one person, that's success for me. Beautiful words. Couldn't say it better. (laughs) If we can help one person at a time, we don't need to win the masses one at a time. Going off from that same line, I have a purpose. I have an awareness. Um, I know many of you, we're, we're, we're following your journey. 
and I want you to, to explain it to me, whichever way you want it, open up and talk about the awareness and, and the journey that you're going through right now. I don't know where to start. Um, <laughs> For where the heart. Um, uh, this was back in October mm -hmm. 2022. Uh, I was sleeping. Uh, it was like 2 or 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling this story because uh, I think when you're in tune with God and your body, everything else is so amazing. Uh, I woke up with this pain on my right breast. It was different. I, mm -hmm. you know, we're women, we we feel pain. Of course. Right? So this was totally different. It, I, I can explain like, probably like electric shock. Mm -hmm. And right after that, I heard so clearly, go check your breast. Wow. So clearly. Wow. And for me, that was God. Of course. And I was not that brave by then because I knew something was wrong. So I kept going, working and working. A couple of months passed. And then I was like walking by a spa and they had like these people doing ultrasound, not mammograms. Because I'm kind of afraid of mammograms. <laughs> we all by are. <laughs> by now, I have done so many that I'm like, okay, squeeze it. Which one you want? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So they were like doing ultrasound. You didn't need the prescription from your doctor. Mm -hmm. I was like, let me do this. Wow. She didn't say anything. And I was just feeling it. Like I can feel her. Like she found something that it was not right, right but she didn't say anything. Then next day, Ian, the hurricane Ian passed. Mm -hmm. So everything got delayed. But then I got a call from them that I had to go to my doctor right away, urgent. So they sent me the report. It was very simple, but they classified from one to four. I was four for the worst of an area that I had to check. So I called my primary doctor. She's not an expert, but, um, you know, we have a good relationship. Of course. She saw me. She read the report. She was, I have to send you to a breast surgeon. I'm telling all these things because I have a lot of people yes. that call me like, uh, where do I go after I touch yeah. something or I feel something? What do I do? The process. Exactly. So she sent me to this breast surgeon. It was the worst experience ever. I laid down. And this doctor, she put the ultrasound, and the first thing she said was, there it is. The cancer is there. It has blood flow, irregular. That's cancer. Like That's that? Like that. No biopsy, nothing. My husband was in front of me, and he was like, don't you need a biopsy to say that? And she was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do a biopsy, but I'm very sure that's cancer. I was, I was like, Ooh. Wow. No yeah. tacto. No, no bedside manner, anything. So that day I got so depressed. I was like, you know, I didn't want to hear that like that. Of course. No, no, no. So I started like praying, God, I don't want this lady to take care of me. So my husband, uh, my son-in-law, he called, he started calling every single breast surgeon until he found one 
she was very nice. She was the one who did my first biopsy. And, but the first day she saw me, she saw the cancer. She knew it was cancer. But she told me, she didn't say, she, she only said, oh, there is a boo-boo there. And when she, she was about to leave, she told me, I just want you to know that it doesn't matter what is there, I'm going to fix it. Oh. That's what I wanted to hear. Yes. So after the biopsy, she sat with me. She said, hey, girl, sit next to me. I was like, oh, it's not good. So she was the one who told me I had cancer. Mm-hmm. And, well, I had, I had a very, I have, I have, hard to say mm-hmm. because I still have uh, a very aggressive type of cancer. Okay. Um, one of the oncologists who saw me, he told me to watch this movie. It's called The Living Proof. Mm-hmm. It was this guy who invented the antibodies. Mm-hmm. Since then, uh, a lot of women are safe mm-hmm. because of these antibodies he created. Before that, with my type of cancer, women, it was a death sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to have you, to, for you to have an idea, of course. In, the, in the movie, there is a, this lady, and she got her mammogram. It was clear. Four months later, she was a stage four. Wow. With this type of cancer. So that's why people are like, oh, what type of cancer do you have? You know, you've been through all, all so these many. months and so, you know, a long process. And it's because of that, because this type of cancer can go to anywhere, brain everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, they're attacking that. So I'm triple positive, which is um, positive. My cancer feeds from estrogen, progesterone, and the protein her too, which is the mm-hmm. the bad one, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you this because um, I was in a in a hormone treatment, and I know a lot of women. This is a new trend, doing hormone treatment. If you have cancer, or if you can have a cancer or a genetic, that you know some people can can take those feed can ex- feed because we all have the cells. Exactly. Wow. So. That was the first thing that I was shocked. Like, oh my God, how many women are doing this? And they don't know they could be feeding cancer. So this has been from them. I had another uh, true story. Um, One day I went to this office, to this doctor, very nice, but I heard, she's going to kill you. She's going to kill you. She's going to kill you. And I didn't want to tell my husband because I was like, this is the second doctor. (laughs) This is the second doctor. I'm going to tell him that until I was so brave. I was like, I heard this. So he was like, well, let's pray and, you know, ask God for guidance. So I prayed that night. Next day, I had this friend. She called me. And I didn't want to take the call. So I was like, I don't want to talk to anyone. You know, of course. I don't want to do photos. I, I'm like, you know, I don't. Going I don't through want. your process. Exactly. So then she texts me. I know you don't want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to hear me. You, 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 I need to talk to you. I was like, okay, let me take the call. She said, you have to go to Muffet. They saved my life. You have to go to Muffet. Wow. She gave, God sent you somebody to give you the answer where you needed to go. Wow. And I'm so happy there. The place is amazing. And aside from create awareness and do your checkups, um, if you find that you have cancer, 
I recommend, based on my experience, to go to a place that they only do cancer. Exactly. So I go there, I do my labs. I have the labs in 45 minutes. My doctor can see the labs. I go to the doctor. I go, this is not a, a promotion for, you know, <laughs> no, advertisement. But, but you have everything. For people that are sense. listening and they're like, what do I go? What do I do? Yeah. In other places, they send you to the lab because you need to have a clearance before you get your chemo. Wow. Because here, you know, white cells go down, platelets, mm -hmm. you know, you have mm -hmm. a lot of stuff they have to watch. Mm -hmm. So they, you need a clearance. So they do the, the labs like three, four days. You have to go to another lab, then go to the doctor, then to go to infections. So it's a lot. And through this process, you already go through a lot. Mm -hmm. So it made my life easier. <laughs> Thank you so much for opening up how important um, your support system oh, yes. has been for you. And who's your support system? And Gia, I want to mention another thing. Uh -huh. Because um, this, this was one of the mistakes I made. Nobody in my family had breast cancer. And we think that, okay, nobody has breast cancer in my family. I'm not going to get breast cancer. And I had it. And I was triple positive, nobody in my family, nobody. Yeah. So sometimes we rely on that. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Go check. Yes. My girls out there, go check. We don't have nothing to lose except gain your life if something is wrong. I mean, a lot of time it's fear because we think, uh, what is that saying that says no, out of sight, out of mind thank you oh. producer <laughs> outside out of mind that's not true no like if there's something within us we need to get checked to our mammograms which by the way i'm due for this year for that um because of story like you it hit home so so close that you know it's it's not certain people it just happened to anybody it could happen to anybody your support system Who's Monica's support system warriors oh out there? Oh, my God. I have a lot of support squad with me. Mm -hmm. My husband has been amazing. Um, my daughter, my husband. And I play tennis every day. I, woke, I wake up like 5, 5.30 a.m. And at 6 a.m. I'm at the court wow. playing two, three hours a day. What a commitment. Yes. And it's, it has helped me a lot with my mindset, my mindset and my physical strength, everything. And they're so amazing. Uh, just to have an idea, I had to go through the radiation mm -hmm. and I, I was supposed to drive every day. So I was like, let me stay at this hotel. One of them called me, which hotel is that one? Oh, this, I, they they grab information from me and I <laughs> you don't notice every time I fail and then, then they send me like $500 gift card from Hilton Aww. so I can stay there or a 7-Eleven gas gift card so it's amazing and sometimes you know someone with cancer you don't know what to give them mm -hmm. there's a lot of things you can do for someone with cancer and there's another thing that I found out through this process. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know how what to say. And they try to comfort you. 
And this is the best advice I can give Please. to people. Please. If you find someone with cancer or anything else, like they lost a son or, you know, some mm -hmm. tragedy, just say you've been praying for them and you're there for, me, for them. Don't start with the overly positive stuff or, oh, I have, don't worry, I have a cousin who had breast cancer and she's okay. Even though it's breast cancer, it's not the same. Mm -hmm. The other day, somebody posted something about somebody else who died from breast cancer. And someone commented like, oh, it's, it's still people dying from breast cancer? I was oh like, my oh, God. my God, yeah. What an ignorant. Yeah, so um, you don't know what type of, it's the same breast cancer, but you don't know. You can die from it. And if you have someone who died from breast cancer, don't tell my husband. <laughs> yeah, that happened too. Wow. It's a lot. So, that, yeah. But that knowledge is very important. Like you said, um, lack of knowledge, um, lack of touch or what to say or, or what to do. Um, a lot of people, maybe they, they just kind of give the space. So you don't know. The best, the best way, I think, is just to check, hey, how are you? How are you feeling? You know, I think, like you said, I'm just praying for you is the best thing that we can do to, to an individual. And I can say you said that, <laughs> right? You texted me, how are you? I'm praying, uh, our prayer, you're praying. Yeah. Have you in my prayer. Um, it's the most powerful thing that we can give to somebody. Um, it's just you're, you're giving it time, and I'm adding you to that prayer god send your angels bring your comfort because the only person that knows exactly what monica needs is him is your creator right so as human we have limitation into that we assume what we might think and that's what we fail a lot of time but bringing just that individual to prayer god whatever she's needing right now whatever strength because we all have different strength right even even um From even going to a dentist and getting a cleaning. So many people are so afraid of that. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, but you said something very important and it's being empath. Have empathy for each other. You know, uh, empathy is not feeling sorry for somebody. Being empathy is being present. I feel you. Are you all right? Exactly. If you're close to that person and you know that person maybe can have an amazing tea, bring them tea, little things goes far. Little things can really tell that person, I'm there for you. You're not fighting alone. Exactly. Have you been feeling supported lately? Yes. And how's that system have helped you fight yes. forward? Oh, my God. I I don't know how um, I will have gone through all this without that. Because I try not to think about that. And even my doctors are like, oh, are you uh, feeling tired? You know, like, finally, you're feeling tired? And I'm like, no, I just played three hours of tennis. <laughs> And they're like, what? So sometimes they're like, oh, uh, you know, uh, How do you feel? Well, you know, lately I'm feeling a little bit tired. Oh, you know, wow. And then my husband is like, yeah, but she plays like three hours of tennis, like hard <laughs> tennis. And they're like, what? And I'm, I'm like, well, yeah. And they're like, uh, lady, you're fighting breast cancer and you're doing that. So sometimes I feel like, 
I don't have first cancer, and I think that's the best thing I can do. That's not amazing. to think about that. If I tell you that this process is is good, and you know, I'm, I'll be lying. Uh, sometimes uh, you can eat. You have nausea all day. Uh, you have so many things. Sometimes I have fever with this new treatment. I have shields, fevers, everything you can imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, so sometimes at the beginning of this treatment, I had a very bad chemo, which I was allergic to. And thank God they changed it. To, they switched it to another one. But I remember when I finished my third chemo, I was the, that was the night before my fourth chemo. I told my husband, if they don't change this, I'm, Not gonna this is it. Wow. And that, that, that was very hard for my husband. So that's when you need someone to tell you, you know what? You're going you're gonna to feel pain regardless. Maybe you feel good now. But if you don't do anything, you're gonna, it's going to be worse and you can die. So mm -hmm. yeah. this is the moment you have to go through this because something better is going Absolutely. to happen. So sometimes you need that. You yeah. need someone to be tough with you. Yes. And I know he's, you know, he has his moments, but. He's fighting for you. He's fighting for you and you can see that. And that's how important the support. Yeah. Um, team is. It's, it's, it's beautiful to see you speak. I have no doubt that there's a brighter future after this. Um, you have not been just having this conversation, you and me. Like everything that come into your life is to give you a different level of control, but not a control that control here in this, that you believe in yourself, Monica. We talked about the real estate. We talked about how beautiful in the photography, this next level and how you're beating it. You're going to be able to bring so much awareness to women that sometimes we're a little baby with little things that happen to us. <laughs> we're pissed off just because maybe our husband came with dirty shoes into the house and you like a certain way. Stupid crap. That's true. But when you're fighting for life, when you're fighting for your daughter, when you're fighting for your husband, when you're fighting for those that love you, you don't have any other option is when you truly test yourself what you made. of. That's so true. And you're a fighter. Once you conquer this, which you're almost there, we're going to come back and you're going to tell me <laughs> all the beautiful things and all the amazing other companies and all the other things that you're going to be able to impart. Because this is not it for you, Monica. This is just a little shake <laughs> to push you. To maybe all the things that you put in the back burner, because maybe you thought, I'm too old, I'm too this, I've done so much, <laughs> I've done that. You have so much to give and so many people to motivate in part that we definitely, and there's an army out there that are praying for you, because I know that's the most powerful thing you need right now. And you're going to tell me right now what's next for Monica. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. I have thought of a lot of things. But for now, I think um, I'm growing in a different way, in a different way. And I, we talk about the tennis group uh, and the tennis team I have. Mm -hmm. And I play with ladies with 84 years old, mm -hmm. 80 years old. And 
before I came to the group, they were not so passionate about tennis. But since I started, I'm like, I want to play every day. I'm pushing them. Wow. And then they're like, Monica, they're like this. Like, Monica, I had a very bad back pain <laughs> this morning. And I was like, I'm not going to go play tennis. But then I think, ah. It's 6 a.m., Monica is already at the court <laughs> with all that she's been going through and she's there. I have to go. So now they always go to the court. They like, we have perfect attendance. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's so amazing. I think I'm, I'm growing in a different way. And, um, sometimes we are so focused in making money. Mm-hmm. And all my life, I have been an entrepreneur and and looking for the next challenge. And it's never enough. And I'm like, oh, now I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Always challenging myself. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But when when you go through something like I've been going through, you're going to start to prioritize what's really important in your life. And it's like a lot of people have texted me and messaged me like, wow, you know, right now I'm like, I think I have a lot of problems. But when I see you, I'm like, I have nothing, you know, my life is blessed. So that keeps me going right now. Mm-hmm. Um I have thought about book, writing a book, about doing so many things, but I think I have to go through this process and leave my process and let God guide me because he has started guiding me since the very beginning. And sometimes we don't have time to listen to God. And we start doing things and then we're like, oh, man, this didn't work. But did we really ask God and let him guide you? So we have a a great path. And my mom used to tell me this, and I always remember. When everything goes smooth, it's God with you. Mm -hmm. If something is like a lot of uh, negativity, yeah, and struggle, and, and this is not for you. Mm-hmm. This is not what, because God doesn't want you to go through pain. You don't want your kids to go through pain. Why God wants you to mm-hmm. be like that? Of course, you're going to grow from them, but there is a path. If you let God, God guide you, it's going to mm-hmm. be easier. So right now, I'm learning to let God, let go and let God, mm-hmm. that, that when you're so con- so controller like me. <laughs> You want to control everything? This I know is, a few. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is a big and huge step. Trust. Yeah, trust. 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 Trusting the process. Yeah. How important faith is for you? Very important. Because... Every time my daughter calls me and she's like, I'm so proud of you. When you have kids, you know, yeah, that's your, that's your main purpose in this life. When you have kids, you, you want to guide them. And 
there's nothing you can say to your kids that makes sense. It's just the example. Mm-hmm. They're going to learn, learn from what you do, not what you tell them. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how important this is. So <clears throat> I have seen growth in all my family, and I think I feel like I'm a different person now. And I'm, I want to be humble. I don't want to do this because I want likes or this and that. I I want to be humble and be guided by God. That's, I think that's the main thing because I can control this. Cancer can teach you that you can control this. When I had my surgery, I was hoping that everything was going to be clear. When they told me I still had cancer, it was shocking. Mm-hmm. But this is the moment that you have to say, you know, I'm not going to be mad at God. He has his purpose. And I have some people that I think they got mad because they think I don't have enough faith. But faith is not to think that everything you want, God is going to give it to you. God is, if faith is that you're going to trust that God has best plans for you. Absolutely. Will you believe that? You have to go through, and he knows what he's doing. So, What's the best for us? Yeah, and it's hard. When you're con- so controller, it's hard. So I think that's my main goal right now. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful, and, and it's just music to my hair to hear everything that you said. Not before, before off camera and Mike, we were talking about very big journey that I went with my family. And um, we're going to share in the future. But definitely that part, trusting in faith is not that God is going to heal me. Faith is also knowing whatever it's in store for me, I'm going to accept it because you're going to give me the strength for what I need and what my journey is all about, not what I desire. When we live a life like that, it's a life with less complications. We complicate everything. Because just like the Bible says that he made us to his image, we tend to control. We have, I guess, that little trait from him. But that's when God takes control of our life and said, no, 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 Mejita. <laughs> I'm the one that controls you in a sense of what I want for you. Even though we have the desire to pick whatever, but it's like having our, ch- our children that we know what's the best for them, but they still want to go through that pain. And you're like, okay, go. Si te revienta la cabeza, you know, you, you scratch yourself, they'll come hurting, and then they come, ah, I told you so. But trusting, I think, is, is the part that us humans always will continue to fight until the day that we're no longer on this earth. The day that we can kind of be in peace, with the things that we cannot control, we can be, we can live a life a little bit fuller and more in peace. Wow. Yeah. And this is a perfect awareness, um, perfect journey process that you're on. And I can't wait for Monica Bonilla 2.0. 2.0. Watch world for that. I don't want to add nothing else to this. It's, it's, it's been so inspiring. Your, we can see your passion. We can see your trust. And that, that you just said, is exactly what God wanted to see from you. The rest, you take control. 
Thank you so much. Love you, Gia. I love you too. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. What you're Thank doing you. is amazing. Keep doing it. Thank you're you changing that. lives too. <laughs> and you're going to change so much more. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, too. Until next time. See you all.